Uh, okay. Hello. <laughs> this is Clem Bianchi. I'm a courier, delivering mail in space, one package at a time. If you're hearing this message, I need some help. I'm trying to deliver a package to a guy on Pluto. Says his name is Gorge Flummox. If anyone knows a Gorge Flummox on Pluto, please let him know I've been trying to reach him about his box of Lunarian cheese. I know the box is full of cheese because for the last few weeks, I've started hearing things when I touch my cargo. When I pick up a letter or a package, I hear conversations and sometimes even see things tied to whoever the mail is for or from. I call it the letter opener. It's yanked me into some real situations. A haunted house, a pizza delivery drag race, and even a revolution to take a city back from the bigwigs who keep its hoverboard sports engine humming. You can hear all about it on Additional Postage Required, a bi-weekly audio drama on the Moonshot Podcast Network, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Anyway, if you know Gorge, please tell him to give me a call. I think his cheese is starting to move around in the box. Riley. Yeah, what's up, Andrew? Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but let me finish this beer first. Great. Uh, well, let's get you in the mindset because, uh, Riley, I don't want to be too topical, but we do have a pair of robots that have our voices embedded on them oh. and can be used to make content till the end of time, right? We do. We we destroyed that. <laughs> but I know you. You built a secret backup somewhere. I... I I don't I don't have the ba- I I could access it if I needed to. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know. It, I know. It isn't so, uh, it's in separate parts. I scattered its keys across the, the country. Well, Riley, I need you to go collect those keys cuz we're about to make a billion dollars. Uh you know, they're looking for a new Rick and Morty. I I there's I a, hear your spine crumbling. Ooh, this is fun. There's a lot that, you know, you have to you have to balance on the thing, right? Where people say, you know, it, it's okay to not like a thing and then to not be morally better. We were just talking about this. Sometimes you can like not like a thing and be morally better, but there's a instinct that comes I, I where would say, I'd so you, say, you don't you say, like hold on. I'd say you say sometimes. I'd say ninety-nine percent of the time. <laughs> Exactly. Not liking a piece of media does not make you morally superior to someone that does like the piece yes. of media. But there there's are edge cases. <laughs> there are edge cases. There are sometimes an instinct that when you hear something awful has happened, you're like, thank God I never liked that anyway, which is a bad thought. Then you, <laughs> you back that out of your head and you are like, no, it, the fact I didn't like this thing is separate from the fact that this man's an abuser. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> now skip. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate Rick and Morty so goddamn much. So good news, we don't have to do it. People in the Discord were saying that we need a new job. We could be Rick and Morty. I'm saying we pawn it off on our robot. So you're saying that we are in such demand 
And yes, we replaced both Clearly. Dan Harmon and the other man. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're Rick and Morty, right? Like that's the. No, one guy is Rick and Morty. And Dan Harmon does the voice the for Rick, doesn't he? No, it's all Justin Roiland. Oh, <laughs> wow. They really, they really tied their horse to a shit ship, huh? Yeah, no, if you, any of their work, if you listen to one of the characters, it's probably voiced by him. <laughs> what? That, I just feel like maybe, maybe, you know the saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket? <laughs> <laughs> but what if the basket goes, oh man, oh geez, with the best of them, Riley? What, what, if, the, what if the basket was also abusive? <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's bad enough to put all your eggs in one basket, but another thing to put all your eggs in a man you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is this funny, Riley? Do you want to start over? No, no, no. This is this is funny. I here okay. So which which of us is Rick and which of us is Morty? <laughs> I hear you dying in real time. Um you know that you know that movie where uh where uh who boy was it justin timberlake had a counter above his head that said how long it was going to take him to die you know what i'm talking that about that sounds very familiar yes 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 uh, yeah and he could like <clears throat> trade time as if it was money or something like that this is a movie that exists i promise it's not right, just no, a no, nickelback I you, music I video you. it's um, not just a music video that i thought was a movie <laughs> yeah well nickelback you, did it and then they were like what if what if we made a feature length film out of the saving me music video you remember that that music video that that whole movie where (laughs) there's this guy and they call his name's jimmy and he's like he's called saint jimmy and like he goes on an adventure with someone named uh, the jesus of suburbia and (laughs) In you know, I never, I never saw that movie. I did see that on Broadway. You did. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> I guess they didn't adapt it. They did adapt it. They adapted it to a musical. And I tell you what, I did go see that with my sister and my dad. Was it worth it? It was fine. If you I, want to watch a Broadway production of Green Day. Did you know that? You know Moulin Rouge, right? Yeah. Do you know they update that with new songs? I think, well, I I don't think it's like a regular thing that they constantly do. I think that they are bringing it to the stage and they've added some. But they like, they got rid of some and replaced them with others from what I understand. Like, is like Adele is in Mulan Rouge now instead of Sting or Elton John. Yeah, now that it's a, now that it's a a musical on Broadway. (laughs) Do you... I, also, listeners, if you're a if you're a musical person and I say something's on Broadway, but technically it's off Broadway or whatever, I don't care. It's in New York. <laughs> New York is Broadway to me. It's off just Broadway. for the record. Don't tweet me. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're on Broadway. They're on Broadway. The Toxic Avenger musical. That's Broadway to me. Broadway's back, baby. <laughs> Do you think that you could? I can't remember. You're not. I know I have some friends who are like, I'm not a music person. That's not you, right? Um, I am. Hmm. Am I a musical person? Here's the deal. Not musical, I did, music person. Uh, I mean, I, I like music. I, I've been getting more into music as an adult than I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't typically talk about music because it makes me feel stupid, but I do like music. <laughs> do you think that between the two of us, we could make a new? <laughs> we could we could we could make a we could replace a song in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> we could we could each of us take one song, take it out, and put in a different one. And is our goal to see if anyone notices or is our goal is our goal to make the most tonally abhorrent connection in the middle of a musical? I'm not even sure what you're asking. What do you mean? Can we put a song in Moulin Rouge? I'm saying like, imagine that you and I playwrights that we are. Right. Yeah. We just, I assume, pick up Moulin Rouge, say Roxanne, no more of you. Goodbye. And we put in another song. What are you thinking? I am thinking that's Andrew voice for I don't know what to do with this bit. <laughs> Damn. Okay, yeah, you caught me. You what, do what are you, the okay, dance yeah, what, for me. What are you what are you what are you asking me here? Are you asking me to pick a song to go instead of I guess Roxanne? Andrew, I maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe we do need to take this one again from the top. <laughs> <laughs> I, last week we had such a banger and I, I don't know i feel like i'm shaking rust off and it's been a week it's just been seven days <laughs> no i think this is going great uh we're already 10 minutes in we've pitched uh two flops a, a, a near canceled television show and uh a, a broadway musical that we are inserting a song into i'm still trying to figure out what you think you're asking do we have a suggestion i'm trying <laughs> so hard to not info dump about midnight suns for you <laughs> i'm just lost here <laughs> andrew this is a suggestion from at twilik 43 would you still listen to this podcast if it was a worm <laughs> <laughs> Would you? Uh, uh, Riley, would you love anyone that loved a worm? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know the table. Do you want to start th- this one? Do you want to start this one over? Kind of legitimately. I think we're kind of now getting into it. <laughs> I think we have. I think our audience can stay with us as we bottom out there. That's when you start the race and you hear the car backfire and everyone else shoots out and one guy is back there going, it's not working. It's not working. Yeah, I saw like I saw I saw cars. I saw lightning. Queen. I know how it happens. <laughs> OK, let's take a second. Let's center ourselves. And I think in kayfabe, we're just starting again. But legitimately, I think we keep that first 11 minutes. I think hit the theme again. Hey, Andrew. What's up, Riley? (laughs) Do you want to make a podcast? Yeah, but before we do, would you still love me if I was a worm? (laughs) Play the song again. (laughs) Hey, Andrew. What's up, Riley? Do you want to make a podcast? You know I do, but what would it be about? <laughs> Here's a suggestion from 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 Cello Buster. Someone who does not miss. We're gonna get time on this. It's gonna work. We're gonna okay. get space to ramp. 
a podcast where every episode you have to present a 30-minute topic discussion on a topic determined at the end of the previous episode by hitting the random page button on Wikipedia. Shit. <laughs> this this is just this is just a Wikipedia reading podcast with extra steps. You're right. This is dilettante ball, isn't it? This is this, this podcast is, this already is, exists. This Fuck. is just that podcast that my roommate listens to. I can't remember the name of it. That has something to do with the potato, I think. <laughs> I don't have anything. What happened? <laughs> the Monstars got me, Andrew. <laughs> they, they fucking came out and they sucked the podcast juice out of me. I can't make threes anymore. They're going to go out podcast Bugs Bunny. All right. If we can't. If we can't make a podcast right now, let's let's take a second. Try it and true. Make a television show. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's center ourselves. Let's shut the fuck up. Riley, how uh-huh. you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, uh, tomorrow's my day off. My first weekday off in a while. I'm gonna schedule myself for a haircut. What kind of haircut you getting? I might color my hair. Uh, the boss. I here's the thing, Andrew. <laughs> so yeah, hit me. I can't. Uh, the, the dress code at work says I cannot dye my hair, right? Okay. I went, I sat down with my boss and I was like, hey, Tom. It's like, hey. <laughs> I was like, say, hypothetically, I was to break dress code consistently. What level of trouble does that get me in? And he like puts down <laughs> the thing he was working on and is like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, well, I know that coloring my hair is not allowed as the dress code. But I don't think you'd get me in trouble for that because you can hang. And I don't think and the person who worked above you recently got fired. So I think the person who's hmm. now managing our department on top of you is going to be busy with their own stuff. So ostensibly, if I was to have a conversation with my boss, which I'm not and I won't, if I dyed my hair, would it be someone need to snitch to get me in trouble? Is it like a, le- a level five offense? What's coming on here? And he was like, if I was having a conversation with one of my employees, hypothetically, which I'm not, right. I don't care. <laughs> like, I will say I don't. I didn't know they couldn't do that. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Why don't you do a business with you? Right, good. I'm glad that I now have this uh, ready to go in my back pocket. I now have blackmail on you, but good. I'm glad your <laughs> boss doesn't care. <laughs> Well, but, and the thing is, I do work in an office building, so I don't know if somebody who will care, who has the authority to fuck me up, will walk by. Well, but <laughs> I do sit in the middle of the office outside of the bathrooms. Everyone lays eyes on me at some point during the day. It, it's one of those things where you you used to be customer facing, right? Uh-huh. And so yeah. I'm not anymore. I don't I don't agree with it, but I understand mm-hmm. where bosses are like. This is a thing I should have in my domain. I mm-hmm. should say no one's allowed to do this because we're a respectable blah blah blah. Right? Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't agree, but I understand it. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're not customer facing anymore. Exactly. You're, 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 you're customer phone calling, and that, uh, you could do that bald. And further than that, I am about to. We're we're doing a conversion, and we're getting a new system, and everyone's really confused on it. And I'm spending extra time to learn it all. So that way and I can help teach other people, which makes me extremely load bearing. <laughs> you mm, understand? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just can't, you, you, you can't hit a, a column in your house. You, you can't just guy. replace that. You, you, you need that guy. So what's I, the matter if they're blue? 
It's a load-bearing blue his house with the blue little window and the blue Corvette. <laughs> I listen up. Here is the story. Hey, Riley. Yes, Andrew? Would you like to make a podcast? I would. But what would it be about? Now, here's a little podcast about a little guy that lives in a blue world. <laughs> now, is his stuff blue and he is blue and all the things are blue? Yeah, blue is house, blue is uh, blue little window, blue Corvette. Everything is blue for him blue. <laughs> and himself and everybody around. Um, and we'll have no one to listen. Never mind. Um, I think that your boss, look, if hypothetically your boss would not care, maybe hypothetically he might have said that to a coworker. Um, I would say go with God, but I also, I don't want to tell you what to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. I would be too scared to do it. I figure that if I do it, I will simply say, oh, I'm sorry. I knew that there was a rule in the branches. I didn't know it was a rule here. I'll remember that for next time. I didn't know I couldn't do that. (laughs) I didn't know that was a rule. Unfortunately, I can't take care. I can't do anything with my hair with it in this state, but I'll let it, you know, run its natural course. Exactly. Exactly. It's where I would go. And then you just kind of like play the waiting game. Yep. And then I'm just, I quietly die again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because from there, you can, I mean, you can just go and get your hair redone, but, like, you're not supposed to, right? I don't exactly. know much about hair. I don't know much about hair coloring, but, like, you're not supposed to just repeatedly hit yourself with the hair dye. No, That's the, how you end the, up with Ariana Grande red. The only, the only rule would be, at that point, like, what I imagine the worst case scenario is they're, like, yeah, you go cut that shit off right now. And I would go and I would buzz my I would have to buzz my head and I'd look like Sid from Toy Story. Except I would have blue roots and then in a week I would have brown roots. <laughs> buzz it again. And I, that's that's the worst case scenario is that it's like two hundred dollars down the drain. <laughs> I honestly if 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 my company looked at me and said shave my head, I would that's when I just say no. Like, go ahead and write me up or fire me, but like, no, I'm not. Well, that's exactly shaving it. Because like, head. if it's just a write up, like, I don't care. I'm not gonna I get you in trouble. Yeah. Like, if that, like, that's why I was like, I want to know what, what, what is the, what are the stakes here? Because if the stakes are like, we're gonna have a stern talking to, sure, I'll have that stern talking to. Yeah, I'll still do it, but like, I'll take, I'll take the stern talking to. <laughs> right. But if like, the stakes are, we'll cook and eat you, then like, well, maybe you don't. But also, they're going through. <laughs> you know how sometimes, and Andrew, I don't know if you were as uh, as manipulative as I, as me and my sisters were growing up. But you know how sometimes you'd wait and you'd see that you know your your, your dad had a really hard day at work, and so that is when you would plan and be like, "Hey, I've been talking to the other siblings. And I think what would really you know keep us out of your hair is like this going to Toys R Us right now." And he'd be like, "Fine, fuck it, fine." That's kind of what I'm doing here right now. Is going, hey. There's a big conversion, no, I, and you're expecting to lose people because it's such a big internal change. Sure would be a shame if something happened to one of the few people who understand what's going on. <laughs> I think that you are right to do that to your company. No, I never emotionally blackmailed my father. What the fuck are you talking they about? They emotionally blackmailed. <laughs> That's fine. What? No, Listen, I. <laughs> my you, family was all about emotional blackmailing each other. It was a love language. I just, I, I, I I'm not gonna rake you over the coals like I did about the kids, which I was right about. I, I, you, I, I would never see that working for me. Maybe my dad just like 
doesn't have emotions. But like, um, actually, no, you want to know what it is? Uh, from the time that I was like in middle to high school, my dad was just like emotionally devastated by how much extra work he had to take on probably in because of the financial crisis in 08 now that i'm like looking at a timeline and being like oh i bet that's how like the stuff happened that like i just knew not to talk to my dad from ages 12 until like 24 once See, my dad left that job, he became like a much happier person. This is the this is the difference between us because my my parents were divorced, and so then you have each parent a little bit vying for your affection at that point. And so, oh, that's true. You you get to play the like the game of like ah, you could win some anti mom points here. Yes, exactly, exactly. You okay. get it. That's that's the whole point of the whole thing. Sure. I didn't grow up in a broken home, so I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't have that. Exactly. I learned, I learned and had to break myself of using my, of using my family as a currency. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I would turn to my mom and say, Hey, do you want me to love you a little bit more than dad? And she'd look at me and say, what the fuck are you talking about? What is the matter? Go to your room. <laughs> Exactly. Well, my parents would be like, so what do I need to do? <laughs> You're saying I can get a point here? <laughs> Birthdays were the best, Andrew, because one round of treats would come in and then another bigger round of treats would come in. And then what did you believe it? A text must have gotten out or something of look, look what mom brought. Look and what the mom third, got me. Wow. larger amount of treats come in. The classroom is popping. Fifth grade is electric. <laughs> and I say all of this, and then, yes, it does make me sound like a sociopath. But a, I, that is a little bit like that same thing is then is also being done onto me and my siblings. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So no, like you, you learn yeah. in that cyclical way. And as I've grown up, I think I started dating Mandy and I did this kind of thing once. And she was like, What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, that's not okay. <laughs> like, we, I, like, I don't do that shit anymore. Except is, in times when I like, they do like, just keep doing stupid, shitty shit. And I'm like, tell you what, we'll add to their Christmas present if they don't ask this question in the next month. And then they ask that question. And I'm like, that scotch is mine now. Fucker. I... I, it is weird the things that like <laughs> growing into an adult uh, that I've had to like unlearn or like reteach myself and how I interact with other people. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this in like a much like less emotionally devastating direction. I think um, <laughs> mostly because there's a little bit of me that's like, ooh, I can't hang here. I'm not sure what's kosher, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, you have family that listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> whenever i hear someone say like i got fam like oh my mom listens to this i was like your parents listen to your podcast that's allowed <laughs> <laughs> my they'll, parents don't listen to this one they'll show yeah you're right your uncle said fuck riley <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was i did want to say uh how does it feel being my uncle's third favorite podcaster now <laughs> I don't know that my mom. I don't know that he listens to mild mannered, but he probably likes my mom more than you. I need you to give me 
a list of the things your uncle likes. And we're going to do an episode <laughs> called This One's For You, Jeff, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's John. You might want to get the thing one that he likes is when people get his name right. So right, oh, he's not going to listen to this one. He'll just listen to that's the fair, other that's one. That's fair. No, I will say, uh, <laughs> as I am, I've started recording a podcast with my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you know how like, as you start uh, editing a podcast, you learn all of your co-hosts' vocal tics and the things that annoy you about the way that they speak. Yes, 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 absolutely. You cut out all the uhs. You, 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 you destroy chunks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you record a podcast with your mother, um, <laughs> it's your problems being done back at you. <laughs> You see, you see the the fucking root note. She's where I got them. She's patient zero. So my mom will say filler phrases and stuff like that. That I'm like, well, I got to edit that out. And then I'm like, that's the thing that I do myself. That I'm trying to like get out of my own vocabulary. Uh, and my family, we interrupt each other a lot to the point that like when we're talking, I will say a full sentence, but my relative will know what the end of that sentence is going mm-hmm. to be. And so they will start responding to it before I finish my sentence. Will you still finish your sentence? I will still finish my sentence, <clears throat> which is a weird thing because, um, uh, did you ever do the thing in like grade school where you would take a piece of paper and like make strategic cuts and then you could like unfold it out like an accordion? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I did that to an audio file the other day and I took the like hour long, podcast i recorded with my mother and turned it into an hour and 10 minute conversation with my mother because i had to stretch out all of the places that we finished talking over each other but they were still complete sentences that sounded like a natural conversation by the time it just sounds like the audio files desynced yeah exactly exactly we just yes I when I started editing, I was like, "Uh oh, we're gonna just keep talking over each other, and this is gonna be a mess." And then I realized that we still finished the things we were saying, mm-hmm. and so, so I was like, "This is actually just a coherent conversation. You just have to like desync us in time." Please release the uncut version on. It's Patreon. unlistenable. Truly I will, unlistenable. Just a segment of it on Patreon. I. <laughs> I will think about doing that with the next episode. The (laughs) problem with me releasing unedited audio in Patreon or like I I ran into this a lot where on the orange groves, the thing that was like always pitched as here's the other thing that we can listen to Mm -hmm. like, like, Hey, you should put your like uncut audio that doesn't make it into the episode onto the, onto the Patreon. Mm -hmm. The problem was that like, if it was good, I just left it in the episode. (laughs) Uh-huh. And if it was bad, I didn't want people to listen to it. <laughs> well, sometimes you know, it doesn't like the flow is off or something, you know, like the first, like the first ten minutes of this one. Yeah, I would take all of that <laughs> and put it put on the- Patreon. You know, people pay for our worst material. <laughs> listen, where we go, ah, fuck. How do we make a podcast? They just want the scraps out there, <laughs> and I think that's fine. <laughs> 
I think Marla's right when she said a Patreon is just for people who want to support you and sometimes you can throw them a bone and that's it. You don't gotta do a ton of Patreon exclusive stuff. Yeah, but people like bones. They don't like scraps. Sometimes like who who there are people who like just the bits of the fries, you know? Not my fans. My <laughs> fans only want the good stuff. That's why they come to me. <laughs> You're right, but half of the pop fans of this podcast are my fans, and they're dirty little <laughs> pigs who will eat out of the storm drain. <laughs> uh. <sighs> oh my god. Hold on. What is this? No, I can't be on Twitter looking for other things to say right now. Sorry. No, you're good. You could we could just be here in the moment together. But if you want to check your phone, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't check my phone because Twitter apps don't work on my phone anymore. So I'm trying to use TweetDeck while on my phone, which doesn't <laughs> really work. So I'm just well, tweeting less. Is TweetDeck not dead? TweetDeck never died. TweetDeck is still kicking. I thought that all of them died. TweetDeck's not third party. <laughs> is Tweet TweetDeck's a Twitter pro- product? Yes, they just forget about it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, so that's fun. why it gets to live. Fun. So I'm I didn't following. realize that. I thought you just used a third party thing. But all all of my app, my my Twitter apps, on my phone are third party. And so the first day after it happened, I tried to use the normal Twitter app, and I responded to something from nine hours ago. And there's no way to stop that. So I was just like, oh, well, I guess I'm using the web version of TweetDeck on my phone. <laughs> Might as well be using Co-host at this point. Uh, you'll see about as much content. <laughs> oh, so Ghost Rider's deck, Andrew. Yeah, tell me about Mid <sighs> Riley. Hey, Riley, I got an idea for a podcast. Yeah, tell you. me the name of the podcast. It's a podcast where you tell me about Midnight Suns. Hey, Andrew, there's a tactics game that is really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really good, and it's card based, and it's superhero based, and like it's a lot of dialogue, and like. Kind of reminds me of Mass Effect when you're running around talking, doing loyalty missions, and just chatting right. with the people in your in your Riley, house. Riley, when I when I told you you could tell me about Midnight Suns, I assumed you'd make it good. I am that. <laughs> that is. Tell is me about Midnight Suns. Tell me, Andrew. I yeah. have been working on. I, I I have been playing my. You know, I'm playing Midnight Suns. I'm I my favorite character right now. My favorite deck is Ghost Riders. Right. And okay. with Ghost Rider, I I, you, I have his alternate costumes, and also I bought him a new T-shirt and a new sweater, so that way he switches his clothes every day, you know. So I see him around in the in his in his shop his shop club shirt, and I'm like, oh, that's because we're in shop club together, so on and so forth. We just reached level four friendship by going out on a date to go fishing together. It was great. Now, Are in you, Midnight Suns, you play as a self-insert OC, yes. into the Marvel universe mm-hmm. where you. Are you all in high school together? Like no, everything you're I've all read adults. is just like <laughs> you you are all adults and you live right? but to be part of the Midnight Suns, you live at the Abbey, which is a safe zone as the end of the world is happening. And that safe zone is like a basically imagine exactly what you want for you and all your friends to live in. There's a wing where there's a bunch of like studio rooms. And then there's a bar, there is a couch and a TV, there is a kitchen, 
There is a sofas around the fire. There's a swimming pool. There, there's a pool table. Yada yada. Like it's just like a huge pad for you and your twenty closest superhero friends to hang out in. <laughs> and you walk out in the morning and you chat with everybody. You go down to the fo- the ghost forge where Doctor Strange and Tony are working. You you roll up some new cards for your decks. You <laughs> you go out to the pool and the training yard to see who's there. And then you go do your mission. You come back and you get the objective. You you get a little message that said Blade sent you a private message on Twitter. And you go and read the private message. And he's like, do you want to hang out later tonight? And I'm like, yes, Blade, I do. And we go hang out. And, <laughs> and our friendship level comes out. And then we walk out of the thing and you can sit and you can have a single person hangout date with anybody in the room. And I, you go, all right, you go and it gives so like, you an It's option. like The Bachelor. Yeah, it gives you a list of options of do you want to go fishing? Do you want to meditate? Do you want to have a have a beer? Do you want to go swimming? Do you want, like it's a list of things. Then you can give them a gift. Do and I that get it, to smooch Blade? You do. They do not have romance. There's no smooching. But it is like. You do get the the email from Blade that's like, I could really be myself when I'm around you. <laughs> Thanks, Hunter. <laughs> no one understands have, me like you do. Have you considered going to Doctor Strange or Professor X or whoever your boss is and being like, hey, I know in the Midnight Sun's handbook it says no, no smooching. Well, it doesn't say that. However, <laughs> because there- I'm really integral to the team. I've been learning really good at my card tricks and my deck is really overpowered. Now, Andrew, what if I did smooch Blade? It's not against the rules because actually Blade does have a crush on one of the other heroes. And you are he starts a book club by accident because he wants to talk to them about a book they like. And then Captain America overhears and and, and Captain Marvel's like, yeah, fucking Blade started a book club. You want to join? And Blade's like, yes, I'm starting a book club. (laughs) Captain America's like, of course, I will. I would love to join. And they all go in together and they're all hanging out and (laughs) After a while, Captain America comes to you and is like, I'm beginning to think that this book club isn't a book club at all. And you're like, yeah. He's like, I think that Blade started this book club because he wants to be best friends with me. But he doesn't know how to say that. How can I tell Blade that I want to be best friends with him, too? And it's like, no, Cap, no, no. He's here for Carol. We need to go on a We are not wanted here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so i get to i get if you you're get telling me that there's a video game where i can uh i can live out all my wildest dreams of being the third wheel in any given situation <laughs> yes um, but i then, went to high school i've done that one but also also you have a deck of cards you have a you, you <laughs> unlock new cards you have a deck of eight all right eight cards and they go from, you know, common to legendary, common, rare, epic, legendary. They got rid of uncommon for no reason. It's fine. Okay. And you sort through those decks. If you have two of the same card, you can fuse them and they get a bonus effect. You can also roll a random mod on those cards sometimes if you have extra credits, right? Sure. And so I play with Ghost Rider a lot because I like Ghost Rider. You have a team of three. Shuffles all the decks together. Ghost Rider... He, he will damage himself when he does attacks. 
But every time he damages himself, he has some cards that get stronger. <laughs> and so he'll have like a, a thing that's like spend 50% of your health to do four points of damage for every health you've gotten rid of. And you're doing massive damage as you just like cut away at your health. Then sure, he's got yeah. re- regen abilities so he can like, you know, re suck people's souls out and do that. And he keeps mm-hmm. getting stronger that way. Yeah, but, if life's a resource. The only la- the only life point that matters is the last one. So yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. And and so I have I have Daredevil who or not Daredevil a Ghost Rider who's doing that, which is great. Ghost Rider's building up bu- building up huge damage while, while eating people's life. Then I bring in I bring in Iron Man. Iron Man has an ability who I hate. I hate Tony Stark. He's I, I'm like I'm like level four and level five friends with everyone else there, and Tony Stark is at zero because every time he says something, I pick the option that's like "fuck you, dumbass, Point Dexter looking piece of shit." What <laughs> and is what, and he what yells is back this? at me like "fuck you, idiot." What is this team? The Midnight Suns. You've told so so <laughs> the people I know that are there are Doctor Strange, uh-huh. Blade. Captain Marvel, Captain America, uh-huh. Iron Man, uh-huh. Wolverine, Deadpool. Uh-huh. What is what's the theme here? What's also, the vibe? Okay. The the vibe is there was a team called the Midnight Suns. That team was Ghost Rider, Blade, Nico from the Runaways, and Magic. The X-Men. Okay. Sure. So like Justice League dark style, like, hey, we're we're goth Justice League. Yes. And the world is ending. And so <laughs> for the Avengers have to team up with them and so then that it brings in iron man dr strange and captain marvel eventually so this is uh, this is the theater club has to team up yes with the basketball yes. team and then also andrew there is a, a superheroes only social media that they're all constantly yelling at each other on <laughs> it's called super s-u-p-r it's called super link and tony stark made it and there's oftentimes <laughs> there's a time when like Nico Nico tweets like like can't believe these Avengers assholes fuck Tony Stark or some you know something equivalent. And then Tony comments and is like Elon I can still Musk see this is like actually. interesting. I'll look into that. Yeah, he says I can see this actually. You didn't set it to Midnight Suns only, and and then goes on a eight comment spree because it has a word count where he's like going and this also and also this and then going what? No one wants to reply to me. <laughs> Like then after that you see another post that says Midnight Suns only. Fuck Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's really fun. Riley, I'm glad you're enjoying the game and I'm glad that like this has been building up in your system. I could tell that you needed to get this out before we could get the good podcast she's going again. I just really want to play Midnight Suns with you. Because <laughs> I think you'd like it. And also, like, I am like, damn, this might be my game of last year and this year. This game rules so hard. They made the perfect game for me. <laughs> I'm happy for you, Riley. Do you have anything to talk about? Do you have anything to bring to show and tell as we're on this weird fucking episode? <laughs> this bullshit no, i here's the deal you're doing stuff that you really like i'm playing a fire emblem game that is like okay this <laughs> the 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 tactics of it is some of the better tactics we've gotten into fire emblem in a long time okay um the story and characters are all bad and so i'm like 
Okay, well, modern day Fire Emblem characters in a game that's actually good instead of modern day Fire Emblem characters in a game that's like fine. I've I've heard they brought back petting. (laughs) Riley, there's a mechanic where you can go to bed and then someone in your crew will wake you up and you have a cute little moment with them when they wake you up. And sometimes they'll tell you that you're cute while you sleep. And it is the worst goddamn mechanic in the world. (laughs) I just want... I don't know, man. Fire Emblem feels like... you. Maybe it's just because, like, when the old Fire Emblems came out, I was 12. But I felt like they took me seriously. And nowadays, they just feel like they're just like, oh, so we got to design a game for perverts, right? (laughs) And the localization team is like trying their best to be like, we can make it, we can do our best. We can at least make it less horny. Not exclusively for perverts. There is a a mechanic where you do have rings that summon old Fire Emblem characters and you can polish the rings to improve your bond. And that's a mechanic that I do. I, Sam leaves the room and I go, great, time to go polish all of my rings. Because I don't want Sam to look up and be like, what are you doing? I die. <laughs> I need to polish. I'd rather shave my head. <laughs> now, and see this again. We're both playing tactics games. We're both playing games that have a lot to do with a history of a, of a series. We're both playing games <sighs> where you'll raise friendship levels. Yeah, but I get to I get to sit with with Blade in our swimsuits by the pool and we talk about doing yoga together and then we go on a great card playing game. And luckily, when I'm done, I get to go watch Milf Manor with my mom. (laughs) I of all time this is champs in the making a pokemon bracket podcast where we take every one of these creatures in the pokemon video game franchise put them in a bracket together and find out which one the best one is starmie gives me like organic free range gluten-free like fidget spinner energy swallow can swallow a tire hole in one gulp ladybug looks like it is ready to give you so many high fives with each of its little mitten hands <laughs> i don't like weird ears face it's got a big testicle for a nose, for sure. I think Nido King's favorite beer is PBR. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Champs in the Making, a Moonshot Network podcast about Pokemon. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or first at patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork.